0: Well, hello, X-Files people. This is Dean. I just wanted to break into the front of this to explain what republished means when you see it in the title of this episode. For those of you who are new around here, what that means is that we recorded this episode a long-ass time ago, back when we were covering the series by picking our favorites and jumping all over the place and all that kind of horseshit. But since we're just running through it sequentially... We are now re-releasing this episode, but just note it was recorded a long time ago, and we're probably going to discuss formatting things that are just not true anymore, like, hey, what do you want to listen to next? And uh, all that stuff. So just just know that this was recorded a while ago. We probably talk about this episode in terms of what we're going to cover next. Just ignore it, because of course we're covering episode three of season four next. And uh Give us a little break on the sound quality because it was a long, long time ago. All right, my beautiful babies, I will step aside so you can listen to some sweet, hot X-Files action. Kisses. LSG Media presents the X-Files podcast with hosts Josh and Dean. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is your host, Dean, and joining me is the lovely, and intelligent. <laughs> uh, Josh, what's up? Hey, man. Not much. How you doing today? I, I'm very excited, actually. Me too, because yeah. what the fuck did you make me watch? <laughs> well, I'm actually excited. I have a date tonight. Ooh, oh, yeah. oh, really?
1: Yeah. 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 yeah my, my who? My father, brother, uncle's letting me take out my, uh, my
0: mother, sister, cousin. What? So I'm very he excited. Be, he must be feel, feeling very happy. We're going to hop in the caddy. Yeah. I'm surprised you let you... Take her out with a recent news of them taking down the Confederate flag at Capitol Hill. (laughs) I'm surprised he was not in a sour mood over this. Well, you know. Well, we're going to get into this. Um, So, as you guys know, we're going back and forth. We're each picking an episode, no particular order. The only order we respect is the mythology order. We haven't done a mythology episode except for the pilot. So, we haven't done a mythology episode since the first one. So, we just kind of. I also
1: respect the natural
0: order. We do, the natural order of things. (laughs) Keep it in the family is what I say. <laughs> Don't let any of these outside dirty jeans into your glorious gene pool.
1: Uh work for the uh, British Royal Family, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Why'd but- you pick it? <laughs> because I wanted you to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Season uh season four, episode two, home. Uh, and I picked it. It's uh it's probably one of my favorite episodes. It is dark. Jesus. Dark as shit. Twisted, but there, you know, I mean, there's. We'll talk a little bit about when they get to the gene thing, but essentially, there's really nothing supernatural here, and I really feel like more than I love X Files. I love all that, you know. Obviously, the supernatural shit. That's why we're doing this show, um, but the fact that the deepest, darkest parts of human nature can be that vile and evil. I think it's scarier than any goddamn werewolf or alien or anything like that. And uh yeah, I think humans are inherently evil and awful. I like it. And I love uh I love how this breaks it
0: down. It does break it down. In this pre this pre-credit sequence, this little <laughs> I'm proud of you by the way. How come?
1: You I remember like listening to the show a while back, you could never say that, right?
0: I the first can't. Time. I struggled you, just you, now. You got it. Oh, I know. Yeah. I thought about it I used hard. Just say pre-credit? like fucking <laughs> Elmer Fudd. <laughs> I thought I was about to, and I was like, I got this. I got this. <laughs> yeah, pre-credit. Pre-credit. <clears throat> Boy, mm. some nice uh, mm-hmm. working with a great atmosphere, though. That's the truth. Driving rain, close-ups of... Uh, they they hide it in the shadows for the sake of the audience. Yeah. And um, I guess things don't go well with a pregnancy, which is odd. Because <laughs> I, I would imagine... That everything would be fine based on the fact that your your husband's son put yet another baby into your fucked up body. And you had it at home on the kitchen floor, which I'm sure they sweep and clean up. (laughs) And then you cut the umbilical cord with a pair of horrible looking, dull as shit scissors. Yeah,
1: I didn't see a midwife there either. No. I mean, hey, whatever. If you're in a home birth, that's cool. My friend just had one. But uh, yeah, not exactly like this. I don't.
0: No, think I that always imagine they are always like this. <laughs> In the driving rain, baby doesn't make it. I know that's a shock. And uh, then, well, it, well, it, it makes it, it into <laughs> a
1: hole, and it's still alive when it is covered.
0: Why? Why? Oh, by man. dirt. Yeah, the close up with a shovel hitting the dirt. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. And actually, so
0: the direct... great shots,
1: man. Well, let's say this too. So. For those of you listening to our last episode, The Hand of Hand die um, It's kind of funny. This is the next one we've done since then, and this is the same director, and it actually features the return of the writing duo of uh, Morgan and Wong, who had left to do, uh, this is like a season and a half later, they left to do some other projects. Um, and Right after is, that, die that hand, was right? the last episode cool. they did. This is the next one.
0: And boy, they keep the crazy, creepy shit going. Yeah.
1: But Kim Manners said that shot from the uh, baby's POV
0: Mm. of the dirt. Ooh. Great shot. it.
1: Yeah. She said it was the hardest shot of her career.
0: Yeah. I'm not surprised. This got some flack, didn't it, this episode? Uh, Yeah. Quite a bit. Which is funny because I I watch it now and I'm like, yeah, it's creepy. It's weird. But I wouldn't see it getting flack today.
1: No. No. I mean, look at the shit that's on TV. No, I know. No, like right.
0: I mean, you can watch mainstream. Oh God, stuff. You can watch people getting actually murdered on YouTube, which (laughs) is horrible. Uh, So yeah, it's crazy to think about. It's weird. Like I'm trying to remember myself back then and my perspective, and and obviously this was terrifying and creepy as shit to me. It still is. But then when I read about the flack about it, I'm like, really? Was this like the sixties? But then I'm like, no, I guess I guess that makes sense. I guess yeah the, the information age, all the shit at your fingertips, all the horrible shit you hear all the time, we didn't hear back then, man. I mean the violence, the incest,
1: the you know, everything it's it's everything. Especially right. the violence. The right. level of violence in this episode. It's is, hardcore. It's it's relatively hardcore. For T V. Right. For X for Fox. Fox. Um first episode that was ever T V M A. No shit. For X-Files. Right, uh, right. First and only. First and only one. viewer discretion advised. Hmm. And they played it once when it came out, then fucking pulled it. Never played repeats. Wow. Until, like, there was, like, a, you know, in recent years, like, maybe five years ago, there was, like, a, a marathon. Okay. And that was the first time it aired, um... Get out of town. TV who since, knew? Since that shit.
0: Dropping knowledge, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that it got kind of hidden away. I know. It's like a metaphor for the actual episode. You know? <laughs> it's like, hide <laughs> it in the shadows, <laughs> bury it, don't give it power or electricity, yeah. keep it away <clears throat> yep. from the people. And a lot of critics loved it, but they
1: got flack, even from some critics who just said it was too, it was too much. Too, too much. much. And Morgan and Wong actually said they, they were trying to come back with a bang.
0: I'm sure. You know. Well, success successfully done. <laughs> well done, sir. Yeah. So uh yeah, there we go. We get in the theme and uh into the credits. We into the baseball game we go after yeah. the opening credits, right? Mm-hmm. So we get this little disgusting birthing scene is precisely how I wrote it in my notes. Yep <laughs> <laughs> And then we go snip snap, shovel, dig. Yep. And then we get our great credit sequence of course. And then we get right to this baseball game. Kids throwing some heat, man. Throwing some heat, throwing some heat, a little overhand. Give him some fucking chin music, Jimmy. And you got fucking Ortiz at the plate bitching about <laughs> balls and strikes like a fucking prima <laughs> donna. Fact. I hate that guy. Fact. <laughs> Diehard Red Sox fan. And then they're just hanging out, digging in. This this episode is so fucking brilliant because what the writers set out to do, they succeeded in so well. Um, I don't know if it's explicitly stated, but. We have this baseball thing in the beginning, right? Yeah, we've got this Johnny Mathis cover, right? <laughs> he wouldn't even allow to be played. He's like not in that episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not even Johnny Mathis. He's no. Somebody they had to get somebody to sing it, right? Right, which is interesting from a copyright standpoint. He's still a song, but I don't, I don't know. I guess he's just like it's not going to be my voice. See how he talks? (laughs) (laughs) Is he a robber baron? (laughs) He's still alive. James fucking cagney. I think I know where you're going with this, though, right? I think you are.
1: This kind of 50s feel to it. Yeah. Yes. It's out of time, out of place. It's so cool because the goddamn car they're driving.
0: Right. It's like a 50s Cadillac. Yeah. Right. Now, beyond the 50s thing, you know, they talk about the Southern War of Independence and shit and all that shit. But before that.
1: Uh, no, it's the War of Northern Aggression.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> the, um, the, the baseball, the clean-cut kids, Mulder talking about baseball, Mulder recounting his sister. Have a listen to this, actually. God, this brings back a lot of memories. My sister, all-day pickup games out on the vineyard, ride your bikes down to the beach, eat bologna sandwiches. Only place you had to be on time was home for dinner. Never had to lock your doors, no modems, no faxes, no cell phones. Awesome, right? The whole theme of this, it, what what's the fucking sheriff's name? Andy what?
1: Oh yeah, Andy uh, from the Andy Griffith show, but it's not. It's Andy, Taylor.
0: Andy Taylor. Andy yeah. Taylor. Sheriff Andy Taylor. Yep. Good old fucking nice Deputy guys. Barney. Deputy Barney. Beauty Barney. Not Fife, but close right. Enough. What they're doing here is is they're showing you this weird, like we have this whole innocent thing on the other side. Yes. The baseball game. I like how they choose later in the episode to actually use baseball bats. Like it's this weird, like perversion of like Americana, and that's what I like about it. You know, it's cool.
1: It's awesome, and actually, really cool. Because you're right. I didn't think of how many things fit into that. And there's some of it. You know, they they talk about it. You know, like especially the sheriff talks about how you know how he loves his town. It's so simple, and he's always worried about one day. You know, you know things are going to change. The outside world. He doesn't say. These terms, but like globalization. Sure. That's all that what he's talking about. Um and you know, all the things the horrible things he knows that goes on outside. Right. But the irony is that
0: it's right under his the, nose, right? Right. Yeah. This
1: great evil buried in. So it's like it's not you know, it's literally buried in our human nature, but it's right. also tucked away in this idyllic deal
0: That's that's the word. Idyllic. Yeah, idyllic. Idyclic. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Idyllic. That's it, right? Idyllic. Sure, (laughs) 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 idyllic (laughs) idyllic unique new york (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i know man it's cool it's it's and i like their decision to give these guys a 50s car to play the song yeah i mean shit it doesn't get the the kids playing baseball it doesn't get more innocent than that and like you said to quite literally be buried underneath them is this secret you know over the top of it are these clean cut white as shit kids there is a black kid out there Yeah, I know. He's the token one. Okay, I get it. (laughs) They had to throw us a bone. At least they made Andy Taylor blackish. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's good. Um, We want diversity here. Shit.
1: (laughs) Another side note. So Morgan and Wong had done this, you know, like we talked about the writers. They left to do the show Space Above and Beyond.
0: Ah, that's right.
1: This is their return. The show was canceled after one season. But they brought a lot of shit back with them, including, I guess, this, this, uh, this guy here. Tucker Smallwood. That's the sheriff. Yeah, being an ironic
0: name for a black guy. But he (laughs) Uh, was
1: one of the main characters on uh, Space Above and Beyond.
0: Oh, see, that's awesome. Brought him in. In the sheriff kid, um, his his little lackey, Barney. (laughs) Barney Pastor, I believe. Yes, Deputy. Deputy Barney Barney Pastor was in the Battlestar Galactica reimagined, which is pretty cool. Really? Who was he? Yeah, he was one of the pilots under Admiral Kane who bragged about all his 47 kills. Cool. He was that guy.
1: All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Um, I don't... Uh, his name is... Sebastian Spence. And he... And I forget that pilot's name. I'll tell you in just a second here. But anyway, Whatever. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Noel Allison. So, <laughs> I was just thinking about this. I mean, is there really a case here? Because nobody wants that baby, right? It's probably better off <laughs> under home plate <laughs> than anywhere in society. I mean, do we want them to oh, reinforce their numbers? Don't, aren't we better that they're sort of taking care of biz by themselves? Yeah. So dead
1: babies. Um,
0: Whew, always touchy.
1: Yeah. What's the hardest part about walking through a field of dead babies? <laughs> my erection. I got a I hundred of these up right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, do we not wanna? Let's skip the dead baby joke,
0: should we? That was a pretty good Let's one. Let's skip on. Yeah. That was a pretty good one. I like it. I like it a lot. there's some really tough ones Uh, that's my favorite one I've heard in a while Uh, I got another one similar but we'll have to save it for a different episode okay wait till the kids can walk a little before we go after them again
1: (laughs) (laughs) so these kids find the baby dead baby while they're playing baseball and uh, now that clip Mulder was playing or that you played of Mulder talking Mm -hmm. um, you know he's going off on this tangent as uh, Scully as usual is the you know, being an FBI agent.
0: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's pack molders practices. Why? He looks like he got a little sidearm, sidearm yeah. sidearm on yeah, him. A little I like Greg it. Yep. I like it. Um, Nice cell phone joke about how he'd... I thought that was so funny because that's such a relevant joke today. Yeah. When she's like, if you didn't have your cell phone, you'd be screwed. And you know, before, when you were coming over to record, I was cleaning. I'm like, where the fuck is my phone? Because I hadn't seen it in 10 minutes. You know, like, what the fuck? That's crazy. (laughs) And then um, Mulder asks Taylor about the peacocks. And we get this weird story about a car accident and how the peacocks refused medical attention, how the house has been there since the Civil War, Uh, lots of breeding of their own stock, and lots of breeding of their own stock. Wink, wink. Great. I like like the way the peacocks are introduced. I like that you kind of see them.
1: Yes. A a little bit, but not well. Not in the light, you know, in that first pre-credit scene. And then I like how the kids all, you know, the ball goes in, and they all just... Fuck it. No, nope, they don't even talk about it. like, oh, it's in the Peacock's field. Here's another ball. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And then when, you know, like you said, when Taylor starts talking about it, I just like how it's it's
0: like It's unfair. clever, right? It's yeah. it's hard to write us. it's hard to write a story where you have the perpetrators of the case 50 yards away in their field out in the open, right. willy fucking nilly, and everyone kind of knows, the sheriff kind of knows, mm, this is weird. Yep. He doesn't want to dig it up too much. Yeah. And we know the audience because we've already seen it, but it's cool to watch it unfold. It's 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 uh, it's cool to pace it that way, you know?
1: Right. And, and I mean, yeah, it literally they show us exactly. There's no mystery no, here none. I mean, as far as what happened right. to the baby. Um, but
0: the mystery is in what are these things? What, what do they look exactly? like? What is their deal? What's their motivation? So, and yeah. there is none, really.
1: We're wondering, well, the I guess the motivation is that Basist animal that's
0: right like it's it's not a higher function it's no. more of a you know it's more of a base sort of reaction and, and a protection of yourself um the preemptive attack like the whole thing which we'll get you with the sheriff but yeah really awesome man yeah can we I- talk about oh go ahead <laughs> no go so <clears throat> i went to work the other day and opened up the fridge to get my yogurt and there was a dead baby in there wrapped up in a bloody shitty blanket. <laughs> there were t- and everyone thought that was normal except these out of tone uh, out of town yeah GI uh, fucking FBI agency. FBI Virginia farm boys. Yeah,
1: did you notice literally if you look at that shot there are two brown bag lunches to the left of the dead baby tray? Like wow. Oh, most of the fridge is taken. I can still Just scoot this here on the side.
0: It's on a tray, too. Like a lunch tray. (laughs) Like a cafeteria. Right over here. A la carte. (laughs) (laughs) 50 cents extra if you want the baby today. Yeah. Uh, Man, it's just weird. Watching it again and observing Andy Taylor, Sheriff Andy Taylor, and the way he behaves. It's like part of me feels like he knows, but he doesn't want to corrupt The town. Yeah. He He wants to leave it isolated. His Right? His concern is not...
1: It's clearly less about solving this crime. Right. And more about maintaining his town. Right. But you can kind of sympathize with them, Sure. Especially once you
0: see the baby. Oh, God. Because what do we got here? (laughs) Scully's mouth agape. Mulder looks away. (laughs) 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 They've seen some shit, too. Yes. And then, man... It's just a goddamn mess after that.
1: Yeah. She has she says something like it has every rare birth defect, you know, known to science. New Luxova,
0: whatever. Michael Gruber, all these other crazy things. And doctor
1: talk. Wow. <laughs> but I'm not a doctor and it looks pretty bad to me.
0: I've seen enough. I don't <laughs> need to see anymore. Yeah. I don't need the explanations.
1: I'm I'm I gotta be honest. When people like I have friends that have recently had babies and like oh it's so cute it's not to me it's not right i'll say it i got you
0: but relatively relatively speaking
1: relatively speaking
0: right most babies
1: are are cute
0: relative to the home baby (laughs) yeah it's doing well it's great (laughs) top notch so she learns about the suffocation because she's talks about the dirt picks up on that which makes this a much more grim case. Suddenly, they walk outside. Right. It's not. It's not a stillborn child. Nope. You know. It's not a. It's. It's not a. We tried to have a baby and it died. Right. It's a. This is murder. Yep. We've murdered a baby now. Hey, Dean. Yeah.
1: What's red and hangs out at the back of a train?
0: Uh, some kind of baby. <laughs>
1: <A> miscarriage.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe,
1: maybe got that.
0: Well. Can't argue with the comedy. But Scully's kind of fucked up here, no?
1: Yeah, they kind of have, you know, so they finish this not autopsy, autopsy, whatever. They, they see enough to know that it's an infanticide, like you said. Yep. And they, yeah, she she kind of gets a little rattled. And they have this discussion, and she kind of comes from a, she comes at it from sort of a, a different, an unexpected perspective.
0: Mo, uh, a, a maternal one, to be honest with you. Yeah. We, What must a mother go through, she says, right? Now, she's thinking that the mother is is a victim here because that's her angle the whole time. Yes. And Scully's like, probably not much because she just threw it out with the trash. So he's like, she says that and he's like, well, they just threw it out. I don't think she's going through much. Don't they have that conversation here? he does not empathize. No. As per normal,
1: like when her fucking father dies. Yeah. (laughs) Not his skill.
0: No. And then they talk about genetics and parenting Scully's obviously affected. And then they discuss the inbreeding, uh, the gene, the, the bodies being a gene replication systems, all this doctor talk, like you said, and then Scully supposes this woman's giving birth to these, this child against her will then. And that's when Mulder says, Scully, I never saw you as a mother before, which is kind of an interesting moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like that, you know, uh, this is, this is a cool characterization of Scully. Uh, something we don't normally see from her. Her to be emotionally impacted by a case, you know, it's kind of cool. This discussion also,
1: it does a little bit to make sense of why they stick around. Because Mulder says, hey, this is, you know, it's not an FBI matter. Sure, it's a crime, whatever. But then when she, she uses the science part of how many, you know, genetic defects, this must have been, you know, multi-generational, sure. et cetera. Therefore, it's against somebody's will. Therefore, it could involve kidnapping. Kidnapping is an FBI matter. Right. Absolutely.
0: So, that was slick. This is what brings them out to the good old peacock farm stand or Farmstead. You know, and, and and it should be noted that point you just made is big because I think it says a lot about both characters. She wants to get to the bottom of this and Mulder's like, fuck this. Yes. Let's get out of here. There's no aliens here. There's I, no aliens. I don't give a shit. That, this is... Way too logical for me.
1: This is just like a crime where, you know, somebody's getting raped and baby's getting murdered. That's not really what I
0: do. I don't do murder, rape baby.
1: I didn't join the FBI to fucking solve crimes and help people.
0: No. I want to just uncover crazy conspiracies that I create in my head. Yes. Can we go back to that? I'm not a goddamn hero lady. (laughs) And she's like getting him on a technicality. She's like, well, technically, fucker, (laughs) this is how it works. So she wants to see the get to the bottom of this because she's emotionally affected by the case. Yep. So when they get to the peacocks, the pig head's just kind of on the steps. Yeah. No big deal. Is that what it was?
1: Yeah. It's a bloody
0: bloody thing. pig head. Yeah, nice. We see the sweet old car.
1: Sweet caddy. Actually, funny note too, you talked about how Mattis or Mathis or whatever his Johnny name is. Johnny Mathis. Yeah. You know, they were like, "Hey, we want to use your song." He's like, "Oh, cool! Like, you know, wh- where's it gonna be used? <laughs> oh, it's like the scene where," and he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, no, probably not gonna happen." And Cadillac, on the other hand, wrote a a, a really nice thank you letter awesome. to Chris Carter, like, "Hey, really appreciate using one of our classic American cars in your <laughs> recent episode of
0: The X Files. <laughs> ah, not classic. not having a problem with classic. incestuous. Do you know what was in the trunk of that car?" <laughs> yeah. I don't care, kid. We got cars to move. You see? <laughs> we got to move these cars. It does kind of make me want an old caddy. Yeah, it's pretty Is that awesome. weird. No, I don't think it's pretty normal. Okay. I mean, I usually, I wanted a chainsaw after Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesus, they don't think there's probable cause until they have the whole plain sight doctrine, I guess. Yeah. They see the scissors and the blood all over the table. They're like, they both go for their pistols and they go in. They don't even say a word. No, nope. Because it's like, whoa. Yes. something could be imminent here. So they're making a move because they're like, somebody could be in danger right now. It, this this lends credence to the, is somebody being raped or what have you here? Is there a prisoner here? So they go in. Right, right. And they... they... They're red-handed. Yeah. They, they got everything. And bloody the... shovels.
1: They must think to themselves, yeah, they, they spend about 45 seconds looking around the kitchen and confirm three pieces of evidence. Oh, here's the scissors on the bloody table that cut the umbilical cord. Uh, here's a bloody... Footprints that exactly match this footprint I have from the oh yeah crime scene. It's perfect. Uh, and here's a bloody shovel. Yeah. And they must be well, like, that's a wrap. Uh, holy shit! <laughs> we don't solve cases, that's right? Not what we do. Like
0: Mulder's like, I don't know. I'm getting a strange alien presence here. Yeah. But no, you're you don't. So all the evidence you need. That's when they make the call. Let's put a warrant out for these clowns. Right. They're walking around talking. Through flashlights, darkness, pistols drawn, normal, classic,
1: like SOP, X files, <laughs> SOP, nice, um, and they discuss basically they're they're talking through their plans. Look, looking up the VIN number on the caddy, looking into that, trying to figure out you know uh, where the mother might be, right. that it could could be the rightful owner of the Cadillac, putting out the arrest warrants, etc. And it's it's important to note the details that they go into because that becomes important
0: later on, right. And then, of course, we get that menacing music in that slow zoom to the eyes under the floorboards. Oh, boy. Hate it. Didn't like that. Didn't like it at all. Not even a little bit. Nope. little raspy breathing. Oh, God. Hated that, too. Ugh. Disgusting creature. And then, of course, Scully talks to Sheriff Taylor, who agrees. We get a look in on the sheriff, loading up his six-shooter. yep. yep. Pulls out the old (laughs) six-shooter, the old revolver, starts loading it up.
1: Well then puts it back away. Yeah, cuz
0: cuz you know,
1: don't need it right now. <laughs> just want to make sure I still have I'll just have go it. for
0: it when I need it, which is always a good move. And then of course, man, we get some weird shit here. We have him loading up his gun. We got a couple of quick cuts here. We got Peacock's place at night. Then we see this weird loading up of the car with siphon gasoline. Mm. Right? Back in the hotel and then and then of course we get back to the hotel room. So there's this phone call between Scully and Andy Taylor. They're talking about this, and that's when she's like, he's like, all right, we'll we'll issue them. We get their names. We get all this shit. Their ages, 39, 40-something, 40 42, yep. whatever the fuck they are. It was like
1: 42 to 28 or <sighs> yeah, something. yep.
0: Uh, want to know another little interesting tidbit? I do.
1: Um, do you know who, uh, so Sherman Peacock, one of one of the brothers, Yep. Um, played by Adrian Griffith. You know what else he was doing at the same time? Don't look on IMDb. No, I won't. Because it's not going to tell you what else he was doing when th- when this episode came out. Which one is he? The older one? Uh, middle one, I think. Okay. What was he doing? Uh, Bang and Jillian Anderson. Okay. They were dating when this episode was made. Wow.
0: <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> you want to run you through need, that? Going to need a minute. <laughs> yeah. I need to come back to Innocence. Give me a sec.
1: To myself, it's oh, that must have been... um a little weird i don't know what to do with myself uh, obviously they were dating before the episode started sure i don't think they met in this context and hopefully it rapidly ended the relationship i just want to see you look like you're
0: having a hard time over uh, there. this is tough <laughs> i just want to see how this goes down in between takes cut you know they go they get these are always catered right there's a fucking you know they go out to the table that gets a couple snacks and She's just looking at him in that that outfit and that makeup, and she's like, damn, I, I'll think I can get behind that. <laughs> Isn't she English? She is not. She's not. I don't know why I came up with that. thought she was. Are you sure? No. You better be sure. She's
1: on a show in England now.
0: thought she was in English.
1: No, no she was born in Chicago, bitch. Chi-town. town Chicago. Yeah. All right. So anyway, let's move. Let's get our brains past that. Maybe just wow. bury that thought. Let's just
0: bury that. I like your style.
1: Let's not think about it.
0: We'll bury it right under home plate.
1: So, uh, yeah. Uh, We finish up the little conversation. There's some cuts back and forth. Like you said, um, boys are getting ready for night out on the town. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling up. Getting the caddy ready to roll. What the fuck? And uh, our heroes are, um, well, Scully, again, being an FBI agent. Mulder's trying to get the next game yes reception for the yep. next game
0: yep broken lock you don't have to lock your doors around here mm. and then molder bars the door of the chair because <laughs> yeah. he's not stupid kind
1: of double think that after
0: you go in that room i mean after you go in that house after you've been on the the glorious peacock ranch yeah you start locking shit up
1: yep and uh and we see our good uh, he is so likable
0: isn't he taylor yeah yeah
1: when he's sitting out on the porch and
0: Just having a beer. His his wife. having a Michelob light, you know? Wife comes out there. Just one of the good old boys.
1: Wife comes out and, come to bed, sweetie. And he's just trying to get one last look around before everything changes. Because they're going to have their first big arrest. It's going to shake up the town, you know? Right. In his mind, it's going to change everything.
0: Absolutely. Very good. Um, Suddenly, the press comes to town, and your town becomes something you don't want it to become. Yep. You want and, to stay innocent. You want to stay untouched, unsullied.
1: And they close the door and have that nice zoom in on the unlocked lock at the sheriff's house.
0: Well, Sheriff Taylor, you should have learned your goddamn lesson. Yeah. Sorry to say. Yeah.
1: One other thing, can I mention? Please do. Uh, I forgot when the when the boys are loading up. Did you look at the clubs that they're putting into the the back? <laughs> One of them looks like straight up like a. It's like the total stereotypical like prehistoric club I like it like from the BC comic strip nice like that
0: big nice Nice. lumpy
1: thing (laughs) little
0: fucking Fred Flintstone action fucking total caveman I like it I like it (laughs) appropriately (laughs) dude I I love the logic here okay let's go through this can we can I do an exercise yeah you, your mom calls you in and she's like, listen, gotta go kill ourselves a cop.
1: My, my mom or my, or my sister or my cousin Both, or my wife? Both, all of the above. Okay. okay. Hey,
0: we gotta go kill ourselves a cop because that cop is put out in a restaurant uh-huh. for us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the logic? Uh-huh. That's it. Just uh-huh. go kill him. Uh-huh. That's such a Southern thing. <laughs> like, oh, you gonna put on APB on me, motherfucker? Yeah. I'll come right to your house, you son of a bitch. Put you in the ground, fuckers.
1: That'll solve everything. Jesus, nobody's Christ. gonna come looking for me after I kill the cop that was looking for me.
0: No, and his wife with yeah. baseball bats, bash their heads in. No,
1: no, he has a baseball bat. They have caveman, clothes. caveman gloves. Went <laughs> over this, um, but yeah. So let's talk about this fucking
0: scene. It's let's it's, just it's take a second. So good. It's such a good scene. Uh,
1: I did not. I remember, you know, first time seeing this, I didn't think it was going to go down exactly like this. We got Sheriff kind of somewhat sleepless, restless in bed. Here's the motor running. Here's the music playing. The goddamn song. Ugh. Gets up, looks down, sees what car it is. Holy shit. Fuck. Doors all open. And uh, says to his wife. Where's your pistol? uh downstairs in the office why um cuz that's where my desk is
0: oh god cuz i
1: i only i just check on it like once a month when we it have to inventory have they the would have killed
0: him anyway i think uh, clearly they have some ju- kind of judging
1: by their yeah
0: their bone structure man <laughs> I, don't, I
1: don't know maybe if he had a desert eagle or yes okay like a 44 magnum okay something all right. but yeah i don't think that was going to do it the
0: police like, special 38 doesn't doesn't cut it. No. Not so much.
1: Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe if you got lucky, you got a headshot. Sure. But um, when that music's playing, and he, it's just the anticipation. She's under the bed. He's behind the door. He's got a fucking baseball bat because they're already in the house. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's going to happen? Man. They come in the door,
0: takes a swing, and then they just. He swings a couple times at that guy. Yeah. And he's just like, whatever. Beat him up. To death. To death. Beyond death. Beyond death. And they then. Mash him to a pulp. But the wife's going to survive, right? She, I thought this. I she's going to sure. bear
1: horrible witness to this. I
0: thought for sure.
1: And we're going to have this crazy, tearful scene of Mulder and Scully questioning her. And that shot, there's a shot of her hand on the ground. The and blood. you can see her wedding ring. It's her left hand in the blood of her husband Ugh. pulling up to her hand. But um, she doesn't have to suffer long. That's the good news. Because...
0: There's a silver lining here. Oh, I smell a scared woman. Mm. Flip that bed over. She must have been menstruating. Mm, yeah. Tracks, tracks bears. <laughs> and-, and cretins <laughs> Cretans. with clubs. Wow. They flip that bed over and you're like, ah. Boom. And they just close in on her. Boom. Goes the dynamite. Wow. Holy shit. So, and then it... And they're like the writer's like, you know, fuck this tearful wife surviving oh, bullshit. Imagine having to write that. And he's like, brutal. just club them out. And the whole time the music in the background going. I love the music going
1: through that whole scene. Yeah. I don't blame that guy for not like <laughs> not use his version. Like, because guess what? If I ever hear that song ever, ever again, You're done. do you know what I'm thinking about? Of course. Uh People beating other people to death. Yes,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Yes. When you watch, not not to make it any more brutal than it needs to be, (laughs) but I always like captions. (laughs) So (laughs) the captions here, if you watch the show with captions, which I often have to do, because I don't want to miss dialogue. It (laughs) it says in brackets, grunting blows landing. (laughs) Grunting blows landing. And then again, grunting blows landing. <laughs> Music. <laughs> <laughs> so brutal, man. Um, uh, it made me actually laugh. It, it, it lent some levity to an otherwise horrible moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, you probably needed.
0: <laughs> oh, my
1: God. I, uh, Yeah, I didn't notice that. Jesus. That's good. That's
0: good. Oof. So, cut. Quick cut to Andy Taylor's home, which is now a crime scene, unfortunately. Yeah. I like that
1: first shot on the hand shaking with a cigarette in it. Ooh. And, uh...
0: By the way, Mulder... <laughs> Mulder's like they really want caveman on him. <laughs> Boy, his timing can sometimes <laughs> requires an adjustment, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: they are not... They just kind of walk in there. They ask him, you know, hey, hey Barney.
0: What's shaking? What's shaking? <laughs>
1: Uh, sheriff inside. Yep, yeah, he's inside. Kinda. um Tell and he mentioned, you know, they they got some evidence back, right? We get the the genetic testing Yeah, this
0: is important because yeah. they talk about this triple fold in a cell metaphase. Yeah, but what's really important about this is is how, of course, <laughs> Mulder's like Mulder drops the theory. <laughs> Mulder drops a theory about how. Maybe they're all the fathers, like some Freddy Krueger shit, right? <laughs> That's like the whole Freddy Krueger thing, which I believed in a kid, believed in as a kid until I learned about how impregnation actually works. Because the whole story with Freddy Krueger is like his this woman was locked away somewhere and ended up in this place with these prisoners, and like a hundred people raped her, and Freddy's the product of a hundred men who raped oh, her really yeah that's his backstory I don't remember he's the product of rape from hundreds of men oh okay in a, in a span awesome. so she was basically just destroyed right yeah so choo choo so yeah basically <laughs> fucking A and uh holy shit and then when I was a kid I was like wow that's crazy and then when I grew up I was like that doesn't happen only one it. of those guys is the dad yeah and she has to remind Mulder of such what if each of the Peacock brothers was the father of that child
1: well, there, only one sperm in thousands from a
0: single individual can penetrate an ova membrane, let alone from three separate males. What if generations of normal breeding could produce such a mutation? What? Uh,
1: I guess that means incestual, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice euphemism.
1: But this is the closest thing. I mean, this is what kind of makes it an X-File. This right. is the only, yeah, yeah not normal. Well, <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, watch not, your, watch yourself.
1: not straight... Normal science, okay? Yeah. Let's put it that
0: way. It gets out there.
1: This is the only thing that's out there about this episode. Yes. That there's been so much inbreeding that things have gotten mutated to this point. Right. Scully says the only way that could have happened is if, you know, it's on the female's end. It's the ovum that would have to be infected. Correct. Leading them to believe there is a female of the family alive. Perhaps the mother survived. In which case, uh, Gross. Gross. Um, Scully wants to move on the house
0: Yeah Right away
1: Before Speaking of gross When Mulder looks at He's talking about the sheriff's body When he uses the phrase uh, Wood chips embedded in What's left of the cranium Oof. What's left of the cranium
0: Yeah That's That's a complete murder That's Kayvann
1: They really style. put their work in
0: That's, K-Fan that's K-Fan some style Some good uh, Pennsylvania work ethic
1: um, But yeah So <laughs> They talk about that And uh, Yeah you're right Scully wants to to go in. Why?
0: She assumes someone's being held captive. She wants to move quick.
1: Um, who else wants to move quick?
0: Well, fucking Barney, because he's got a pistol. Yeah. He's a big fella now. Oh, yeah. Got himself a pistol. In it for vengeance. He like basically almost says a pistol twirl. I might as well have. Which is nice.
1: So, <clears throat> actually, I, I'm going to start a little exercise, Dean.
0: I like it. Go for it.
1: Through the next couple scenes. Um, oh, God. I'm going to be... As a, as a new trainee at the FBI Academy, I'm going to be going over a tactical scenario. Um, you can address, address me as Instructor Bruins. I this. will. Okay. Um, so here's, here's the first situation. Okay, tr- Trainee Martin. Yes, um, sir. You are in a scenario where you uh, are going to have to make an arrest on three individuals. Yes, sir. They are suspected of uh, rape, infanticide, kidnapping, and at least three homicides, including uh, the brutal beating of a sheriff.
0: I'm sorry, uh, instructor Bruins. That's rape, infanticide. Kidnapping, multiple
1: counts of homicide, including a law enforcement officer.
0: Uh, they probably don't have a permit for those pigs, but whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are on an isolated uh, homestead, which is creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, right now, you are with yourself, your partner, and a local deputy. Okay. All right. So your options are, you can move in
0: Immediately. So wait a second. Um, I have me, my partner. Me and my partner presumably have good working relationship. You do. And this other guy, what's his? What does he do?
1: Uh, he is a poorly trained and emotionally charged uh, deputy whose mm. boss was just murdered.
0: Ah, okay, gotcha. Um, now sounds like the perfect scenario for us so far.
1: Your options, trainee, are to move in immediately with the assets at hand. You sounds could call good. the state police, who could respond within thirty minutes with a couple units due to the murder of a, of a law enforcement officer. Okay.
0: That seems silly.
1: Or, or you could wait for a full tactical unit deployment, which could take up to two hours.
0: Okay. There's, now, is, do, do we believe that, some, that there is a, a person being held now?
1: Uh, that is your assumption.
0: Okay. I'm assuming this person's held against their will.
1: That is the assumption.
0: Okay. And I'm assuming that this person held against their will is likely going to be jeopardized should we move on the house, correct? Yes. Because these people are, if as not you said,
1: swiftly successful, um, things would probably go very badly for the hostage in question.
0: Okay. Well, Instructor Bruins, do you mind if I make a couple of alterations to my options? Uh, sure. Excellent. So here's what I think we should do.
1: Here at the FBI, we approve of uh, initiative, outstanding, based innovation. Uh, here's
0: what I think we should do. I think that we should, uh, first of all, grab a couple of tactical vests. But let's leave any type of assault weapon or shotguns at the base. Excellent. Okay, because I don't want to risk injuring the kidnapped person with potential lack of control of these weapons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to go pistols because, right? Yes. Because I'm thinking this house is in the middle of many acres Mm -hmm. and it would probably not behoove us to observe it from a distance with some kind of surveillance. We don't need to really know what's going on in there because we've been in there already and in the darkness of shadows saw lots of nothing. So we don't know much about the property is what you're saying, which is perfect.
1: I want to give you, I'm going to give you four out of five points on that answer. Go for it. I'm going to dock you a bit because really I'm not sure the tactical vests are necessary. (laughs) Um, I would rather you displayed some reluctance if, okay. If being asked to use those,
0: okay, yeah, because um, we don't want to provoke them. Right.
1: It's just, yeah, it's probably it's probably not necessary because they didn't shoot the last person, so they're probably not going to shoot you.
0: Gotcha. They only used baseball bats. That's a good yeah. point.
1: Great point on leaving behind heavier weapons. Um, also, make sure that you don't get into any kind of tactical outfit. Your partner should probably keep her pantsuit on. Okay. Uh, you didn't mention that, but I was assuming that's what you're going to do. Going for it. Um, you you could bring you know a pair of bird watching binoculars if you wanted something was, light and small yeah cuz um,
0: cuz i what i really wanted i mean i'm talking maybe 2 3 times like right. a camera zoom yep cuz i don't think uh, uh, there's no real benefit in distance i mean they're only using bats right correct so they have to get really close right. okay the next thing i would the next thing i would say i would like to alter this plan is thusly i want us all to approach from various angles With big distances between us. Good. And converge on the property at separate entry points with no communication. Let me describe the property a bit. Okay, go ahead.
1: Uh, It is a two-story home surrounded um, on three sides by fields and fencing and farm equipment. Uh, On one side, there is a tree line that offers a concealed avenue of approach up to almost directly adjacent to the building.
0: Okay, well, I don't want to do that because I don't know what's in those woods. Good. Right? Very good. <laughs> I mean, it could be jackals <laughs> in that. I saw the Nat Geo show Mulder was watching, and I know all about jackals, so I want to avoid the woods.
1: Excellent. Right? Excellent. Yeah. Good job, Trainee. So, yeah, um, And it is important when splitting up a limited force that your two positions are non mutually supportive.
0: Oh, absolutely. I can't. I don't want to see you at all. You might be able to see them, but you definitely don't want to be able to help or offer no, any kind of assistance. No. I'd rather say the fucking front door's booby trapped. Yes. I'd rather observe from a safe distance him get killed by said booby trap <laughs> <For instance. laughs> <laughs> But seriously, these fucking guys. What the hell? <laughs> Why is your gun not
1: out? <laughs> God, Take your gun out, Mulder. Scully's all bent out of shape about, oh, we have to move right now. And then this whole thing happens and they're like casually strolling through the fields. Then they watch goddamn poor Barney
0: get. Oh, Barney.
1: Uh, get de- decapitated. Fair maybe, enough. And then. Half. Brutally beaten. His
0: body disfigured. Disfigured. Yeah. Mer- di- killed. Yes. They're not too upset about that. They proceed. Proceed. D- pre- proceed. Forward. One third of our force is gone. <laughs> continue (laughs) charge motherfuckers they have a decent idea let's get him out of the house i like it yeah get him the fuck out of there right
1: because we just saw one crazy fuck a booby trap i'm not gonna go right in there
0: no we are in fact (laughs) we're gonna step over his corpse so on our way in (laughs) because barney doesn't have a family you get you get the three of them out with your little pig decoy
1: good move by the way and they're they're so upset about about barney's death that they're Cracking babe jokes. Oh yeah. The pig movie.
0: <laughs> Something like that.
1: Yeah, maybe inappropriate. I, you know
0: what? I just figured out how those two got together. <laughs> she saw him over at the catered fucking buffet line, gave him one of these. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was, was hard he was as a rock. Hard as iron. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> wow. There is some poor police work in this episode.
1: Yeah. Uh wait, can can we talk about the scene that we skipped?
0: Please do. <laughs> I think we the kid, really. the peacock's eating. Uh, <laughs> date night.
1: <laughs> date night. How did we skip this? I was I was distracted by the
0: tactic talk. The family pictures are so. <sighs>
1: I don't know why. So Dean, dude, I, I I actually was on a date the other night.
0: Mm. It didn't
1: go well. How come? I don't know, dude. Like I did, I did like you know I learned about girls mostly from my mom. Mm-hmm. So we went out. Things were going fine, and then I ate some food. And I puked it in her mouth, and then I dropped my pants.
0: And you're telling me that wasn't a layup,
1: <laughs> <laughs> dude? Oh god! Speaking of how disturbing this episode is,
0: so <laughs> I'm pretty sure wolves do that for their babies, <laughs> but, but then the babies but, grow up to be big wolves, and and they don't, and they don't
1: rape their mother.
0: No, I don't think so. So this, god damn it!
1: They eat food, puke it in her mouth because she says. I'm hungry,
0: mm. and then after she eats, then then she gives the then she's like gives out some you know really good maternal advice regarding the law enforcement coming to her house. They'll be coming now. We knew this day was gonna happen.
1: That they try to change the way things are. All we can do about changing things is be ready for it. Be ready for them. Let them know this is our
0: home. The fly buzz. Did they have to? Always. <laughs> oh, um, and then they don't show everything, but
1: fucking enough. Enough. When she says, "I'm ready," and just boom, belt buckles, Bell hit, buckles. The hit the girl the
0: dirt. <laughs> you look
1: fine, boys. Mm. And then, then there's one shot of all three of them coming down from her POV. Mm. Oh my god, dude.
0: Put that, f- in, ah! put that baby in. Put that. Put that baby in my belly. Ugh. Come on, now. God damn it! Get down here and munch on mama's box for a while. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> wow. Uh. At least we know she's in command of that situation. Good for her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's a strong. Maternal she's figure. strong. She's strong. A <laughs> hey, single mother.
0: Yeah. Good fucking for Two story house. Big piece of property. What the fuck? Who are we to judge? Pretty much the American dream. <laughs> Who are we to judge? <laughs> Cop killing kids. I mean, <laughs> the shit. Uh, Bo- BS booby traps that would make John Rambo proud.
1: Yes. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: Are they always set up? Oh no, we assume they know they're coming. And
0: yeah, they said yeah they they take over that you know old school uh, Civil War home defense method.
1: Boy, so yeah, so we uh,
0: <laughs> Jesus louises
1: We get back to. Um, to where we were with the terrible yeah. tactics. Yeah.
0: Awful. By the way, I like how Mulder learned a lesson from watching TV. The eldest will move in to assure the prey has been killed. Circling the prey is a signal to the others that it's safe to approach. But well, we're witnessing Scully's undiluted animal behavior. You could say that again. Yeah. Whew. God.
1: Undiluted.
0: So, can we get to the most disturbing moment of this episode? Well, that's impossible to say. <laughs> I mean, please. <laughs> Really difficult, but I think I agree
1: with you. Um, but one last tactical choice here. One last tactical go, go thing. Go for it. Trainee Martin. Yes. Uh, you have successfully, after, after the deputy was killed, um, which is fine.
0: That's fine. You, There's still two out of three of us.
1: You successfully uh, got the three suspects to exit the house unarmed. They are in the open, in clear line of sight. I like it. Um, what do you do now?
0: Well, I know what you're thinking. Probably light them up with the assault weapons we didn't bring, just to end them there in the field. Or, 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 you know, you you could just proceed to or, try to arrest them.
1: Right, as you are armed and they are at a distance with no, <laughs> no way to hide, no or cover leave.
0: or inclination to take cover. Right, because let's face it, right, they're not that smart. So
1: is that what you would do, Tranny Martin?
0: Uh no. That's a little obvious, isn't it, Inspector? Inspector?
1: <laughs> instructor. What do you Inspector
0: Clouseau? <laughs> instructor. No, that's a little too obvious, Instructor. I think what I would do is I would retreat into the confines of an environment I'm unfamiliar with that's dark, and I don't know, could be more booby traps, so I got to get his head cut off with an axe. Good. That's outside the box
1: thinking, and that's what we like. <laughs> that's what
0: we like. I got retreat into the house, <laughs> and then conduct in a very long dialogue with the suspect, or the person we thought was the kidnapper, while we watch the other three cruise around outside, scurrying around the pig shit, and uh, all willingly. wait for them to approach the house, and then bar them from coming in, as opposed to shooting them when they have no cover, and I have clear line of sight. You
1: are going to make a fucking great special right? agent. I am. Yeah. I
0: could be in the next X-Files.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, but Yeah. I think I agree with you. This is probably the most disturbing scene.
0: I hate it. I hate everything about it. Let's have a listen. No, get it get it's all right, man. We're get federal out! agents. We're here to help you. We're here to help you. Out! I don't think she trusts you. I'm just going to throw that out there. D- Dude, w- oh,
1: everything about this is so fucking terrifying. <laughs> oh shit. My favorite part is as Scully's looking down and looking up at the picture, and Mulder's trying to he thinks this is a kidnapping victim who's just you know, rattled, and he's trying to talk her down, and he's slowly realizing what Scully realizes that this is the mother, right And it is all coming together, and he kind of trails off and she you know she says that's that's Mrs. Peacock, and you don't get a lot of speechless Mulder. No, but he's fucking speechless, speechless. right speechless just looking down at.
0: <laughs> the best part about this scene is, is they pull this bitch out from under the bed. <laughs> she freaks out. They pull this bitch out from under the bed. They, they pull her out. They have a little talk with her, right? little we'll chat. A little chat. She yeah. says something like this.
1: Red arm was torn off. Saw it sitting there across my dead husband's lap. Boys took me home. Jumped me up just like the family learned in the War of Northern Aggression. Whole time felt seems as if they are making breakfast.
0: Well, that's good. So, then after this story... So, I don't even have a comment on that. After this story, my favorite part about this is the way they shoot this over the top of them when they pull her out from under the bed on her, I don't know, mechanics board. <laughs> that's <laughs> Fucking exact. rolls in and under yeah. the car with it, right? Yeah, creeper. They gonna do my oil next, right? Then, then I'm pretty best,
1: sure her, her oil's full.
0: The best part is, is when they turn, I just imagine, I wanted so bad. I wanted so bad. I laughed for 10 minutes thinking about this. After she does this whole speech and the guys are coming, I just wanted Scully to be like, <laughs> and push her back <laughs> under the bed. That would have been fucking brilliant. To just bro, roll her right back under the bed. And just leave. Put the blanket flap down. Just see you later. <laughs> Oh, grab Fuck. the deputy on your you, way out. Can I ask you a question? You yeah. know a little bit about history. Um, wasn't Pennsylvania in the Union? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, were they <laughs> south enough in Pennsylvania <laughs> to be a Confederate? So I don't get it.
1: <laughs> we didn't mention that this episode takes place in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I will Home say of
0: Pennsylvania. Yeah. Crazy. I
1: will say I never knew this actually until I had like a, a couple of Marine buddies that were from Pennsylvania that were total hicks.
0: Oh, absolutely. I
1: didn't know a good amount of Pennsylvania is like raw oh, yeah. backwoodsy as absolutely. fuck. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, definitely Union. Yeah. Definitely in the Union.
0: <laughs> so that's okay. But, and then they, they had that newspaper article, Elvis dead at 42. Like that's <laughs> 1977. Saved it. Saved it. Save that. That's when everything went downhill for these people. The king died and that was that. Yeah. They were like, just our fucking mom. And I guess the North. How else? <laughs> I guess. Oh,
1: God. Wow. You okay. know your boy will do anything for his mother.
0: Ugh. You ever see Pet Cemetery? Yeah. Zelda. Yeah. yeah. This bitch reminds me of Zelda.
1: It is awful. Oh, it is awful. She's a very proud mom.
0: So now they call her an accessory to murder. They say we can't prove anything except the brothers killed 3 people. We're going to have to bring them in so they can't mm. they can't indict her, is what I think they're saying.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're they're kind of taken aback by this whole situation. But yeah, they got four bodies on them at this yeah. point, right?
0: Scully, Scully's like, ma'am, you need immediate medical <laughs> attention. Do you understand? You have no fucking limbs, and you have a vagina that looks like it got hit by a bus. Because we're going to need to bring you... We're going to roll you in, going to roll you in, oh. and we need to get some work done on you. Because you're a goddamn mess. A good bit.
1: A good bit of work. God. Uh, but... We're- no time. When she's yelling I, I, oh, her, the her breath. face. Can I'm you imagine, red. Scully, oh. the breath?
0: Oh. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, because what's the last thing she ate? Vomit.
0: Hmm. Her son's vomit, at least.
1: For for 20
0: years without brushing her she's teeth? She's not disgusting. <laughs> she didn't eat anyone's vomit, Josh. <laughs> at least it was her balls.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why did I pick this episode? <laughs> so we could, so we oh, could squirm for an hour. <laughs> Uh, but no time no, no time. time for love Dr. No Jones no time because who's coming
0: to the kitchen who's coming to the kitchen mm.
1: boy uh bangs lurch and baldy as I call them yeah
0: this is basically the the Leatherface family in a sense yeah. yeah yeah except more disgusting to be perfectly honest with you at least Leatherface killed other people yeah right I mean he didn't and ate eat, them yeah he didn't eat puke he ate their flesh right I mean and he didn't bang them Whew, yeah, or his mom hung people on some hooks, so it's a little weird. Sure, but, I mean,
1: antisocial I guess. Yeah, I
0: but, guess the other option is to hack all their limbs off and hide them under the bed and sew them up <clears throat> real good. Like the war of northern aggression.
1: So they come in hot. Oh boy, hot into the kitchen, coming in hot and uh, take a few, take a few rounds, take a few. Uh, Lurch the big guy there. I think he took. A good, like, seven rounds, and he was still going until Scully, I think, ended up popping him in the head.
0: Mm. I got a question for you.
1: Oh, yeah. Turn the tables.
0: I got a question for you. Now, you have entered this home. You have to fire on a suspect that is approaching you, not standing down. Okay. This suspect has killed people already, not listening to you at all, and I want you to... Now, this is more of a technicality thing. More like pistol proficiency. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you fire your pistol. Me, go ahead.
1: Let me stop you right there. Go ahead. I'm going to take one well-aimed shot and stop. Okay. Is that what you're.
0: It is. Okay. And I want your finger to come off the trigger.
1: I'm going to put the pistol. I'm going to lower it.
0: Uh, I like it. Because I shot. You shot.
1: And I know I'm going to hit him.
0: Right. Probably hit him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Jesus. I know. you. Trick question. You're trying to get me to say like, you know, shoot hammer pair sets until the suspect drops 100%. or elevate to a headshot. Yeah
0: but I'm, I'm too clever for that. I'm assuming center mass until... Right. Look
1: at this Look at this target sheet, Dean. Yep. See that? Yep. Bullseye. One in the X.
0: That's, That's all it. you need. That's all you
1: need. One shot, one kill. Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ, guys. Yeah. They come in
0: hot. Uh, Boy, do they come in hot. doesn't
1: look great for Mulder for a second.
0: No. No. They're ferocious sons of bitches. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like the goddamn animals. Like those hyenas. Mm. Um, but Scully luckily pops one of them in the head. Then... There's kind of like a chase and one of a them scuffle. scuffle, one of them eats his own axe booby trap.
0: Yeah, definitely dies on the cone in the barbarian trap, which I have really appreciated. <laughs> nice that spike through the body. Ooh, uh, bummer. And then unfortunately, mom's those is gone. Where'd mom go? Where'd the older brother go? Well, you know what we should do now since we never fucking
1: contacted the state police yet. Let's do it now and set up some roadblocks.
0: Yeah, it's a good move. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because there are, you know, I guess we could have, probably could have called before we came to the house, right? Absolutely. I know we're in a rush, but maybe time for a phone call?
0: Probably. Yeah. Pursuit's out of the option. No. It's just out of the question. <laughs> Un- unacceptable.
1: Ugh. And that, you got our last little chat between uh, Baldy and his mother, wife. Let's hear
0: it. What do you got?
1: Well, she's kind of giving him a pep talk. Which is a good motherly thing to do. Right. As you're spooning in the trunk of your caddy. Yep. Pep talk. Hey, you know, we lost a couple, but you can't keep a peacock down. I mean, you can keep one on a mat under mm-hmm. a bed, but you can't keep them down.
0: Right. And they're going to find a new home. Metaphorically down. Right. Right. are going to find a new home. Yep. With decent room under the bed. <laughs> right.
1: That's a plus. With nice under bed space.
0: Good under bed space. Start a new family. I like it.
1: And we're, we're going to, you know, come out swinging at this world. Yeah.
0: These people never make it. They die in a police shoot on a highway. Uh, Let's just be honest. Absolutely, <laughs> They're not smart enough there's, to acquire real estate. There's like, yeah, right? Where do they go? I'm um, when to to see a house. <laughs> we come to the open house. This fucking guy shows up. Baby Ruth shows up do from any the Goonies. Did any of them ever say a word? Mm, yeah, a little bit. In the beginning, I think there's some actual language spoken. Is there... I think so. When? Trying to remember. I'll have to. I'll I have don't to think look. there is. I you, think, you think she's the only
1: one that ever speaks.
0: Jesus, Louises, that's creepy.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's kind of the, the face man. If you're, she's the face man, yeah. Pardon, you, I mean,
0: if you're running a crew, if you if you're running a not if you're running a crew, yeah. you, she's definitely the face man. Charismatic, check. <laughs> huh? Can blend in, check. <laughs> Lots of contacts. Uh, check. <laughs> Has everything going for her if she's the face of your crew, right? right.
1: Pretty much George Clooney in Ocean's Pretty Eleven. Pretty
0: much George Clooney and Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. So? Thanks, by the way, for the welcome. nightmares. You're welcome. <laughs> that's, that's home. That's home, man. That's mm. the end of it. Can I add a little production note before we kick out of here? Yeah. So, Glenn Morgan and James Wong drew your inspiration from a story in Charlie Chaplin's autobiography. I hope you're ready for this. (laughs) I am ready. This is amazing. Thank you to Wikipedia for this. A further inspiration came from a story in Charlie Chaplin's autobiography. While touring with a British musical theater, he stayed at a tenement home. After dinner, the family took him upstairs to meet their son, pulling him out from under the bed. The son was a quadruple amputee who flopped around, quote, end quote, while they sang and danced. Oh, Bobby! Bobby! (laughs) <laughs> couldn't you just join us for some song and dance? John Chaplin's like, this is fucks. <laughs> right? What a crazy story. Come upstairs and meet Bobby. So weird. Oh, hello. God. Gosh. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Those, those Brits.
0: Boy, oh boy. Mm. So yeah, that was awesome. Very cool. What do we got coming up next? Uh, can we do final thoughts? Oh, please, please. Yes, go. Uh, wow. I mean...
1: Like I said, I love this episode because it is so fucked up. And it's it's just people. It's just humans. The biggest. basically, Not to be cheesy, but <laughs> no, the you. greatest fucking monster of all. Fact. Are humans. Fact. And this shows it so well. I mean, can you get creepier and darker and just more horrifying? You know, ugh, those, some of the images of this episode that really resonate. It's great. And it's just, it's so well put together. I love what you're talking about, you know, how it's that juxtaposed on the, you know, idyllic old, like mid 20th centuries America. Um, You know, kind of at, at, at one hand, kind of glorifying that, but then showing, you know, what's, what's always there, you know, no matter if it's modern society, it's old fashioned, Evils that are man are, are always going to be found, no matter right. how everything seems peachy keen on the surface.
0: It's rare that an episode will or a story will. And, and, and I want to talk about what you were saying. And no, it's not cheesy. You know, the greatest evil being a person, right? Because animals kill for self defense, they kill for survival. Um, they don't, it's not like they get this emotional, like, that's awesome. They don't delight in your pain. They just kill you. Right. Like when a lion eats an antelope, fuck for the antelope. That sucks. But the lion's not like, ha, 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 fucking woohoo. He's just like, sorry, bro. I'm a fucking lion. I eat shit. Right? It's not like this delaying torture. Like they, it's not even conceptual to them. No. And that's what I think about when I think about humans and the way they can delight in murder and torture. And then, so, but that's not what happens here. That's what makes it extra fucked up. It's not like they delight in this. Nope. They're just responding as, as an animal may. It's weird. Yeah. Why go after... But that's the human part. Why go after Andy Taylor? Because you're be, mad because he put out an APB because on you? he's a threat. He's a threat. Yeah. That That's a good one. So he's a threat. Go after him.
1: I mean, you have more intelligence than an animal. Sure. Of course, to, to some degree, certainly. But it's still an animal response. It's not a... High
0: level, you know, it's primadish. It's yeah. it's ish right. right? It's it's you dawn of see man kind of shit. Fucking dawn of man kind of shit. 2001 you know, one space. Ops. There are these crazy stories about these chimps hunting monkeys. It's fucking crazy, really. Like like hunting and driving them and clubbing them and eating them and like horrible like things about like monkeys just getting ripped apart and eaten alive and shit by chimps and like that's what they're saying. Like there's a little human in there, man. Yeah. It's fucked up. Um, but yeah, you know, you're right. That's, that's what's so crazy about it. Here we have just these, yes, people, yes, fucked up people. We're not going to challenge that, right? Mm-hmm. They are fucked. And that's what makes it so creepy. This, and, in the way they put it in, they, and they bastardize this 1950s car and this old song, you know, and this Americana, this baseball, and yeah. next thing you know, they're getting killed with clubs, and even Mulder's like, oh, when it used to be innocence, like the death of innocence. You know, it's kind of cool, man. Yep, I it's like it. it's it's really cool. I liked it a lot. It's definitely creepy.
1: Fucking well written, well directed, well acted. Um, and here you have a case that Mulder and Scully solve, but sure doesn't necessarily. <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to be a a great report from their bosses. A lot of paperwork. A lot of paperwork. A lot of paperwork. A few more bodies than probably could have had if you. would been a little bit more proactive.
0: Right. Absolutely. Whew. Good pick, man. Yeah. So, and let me ask you mm.
1: what do we have next? Because it's your Jose
0: own. Chungs from Outer Space.
1: Thank fucking God.
0: <laughs> Light and <the> load. <laughs> right? A
1: After the last you we have we have serial killer uh <laughs> fucking psychic Mulder's... or Scully's dad. Has dying. a middle
0: name, serial killer.
1: Yeah, we we've we've got uh satanic worshiping the child killers, child killers. Yeah. Child yeah. Killers. Uh, cult killing madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have incestuous murdering creatures. Yep. So, oh uh, yeah, I think I'm ready. A bit
0: of a reprieve. Ready to shift gears. A bit of a reprieve. That, that, that is hilarious to be honest with And you. I'm, yeah,
1: I'm excited about it. It it's is, good one. this is actually also one of my, it's one of my favorites. It's good shit, right? So looking forward to it. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you very much again for tuning in. Thank you very much, Josh. I appreciate it. And, uh, well, we'll catch you next time. What's the difference between a Lamborghini and a dead baby? Go. Don't have a Lamborghini in my garage. Oh.
1: And I say to myself, it's wonderful.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning into another episode of the X-Files podcast by LSG Media. If you are interested in what other projects we have going on, head over to LibertyStreetGeek.net. That's LibertyStreetGeek.net. We've got all kinds of podcasts, The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, science fiction film, you name it, we got it. Check us out, and we will see you next week. Have a good one.